It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across America. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Delighted to have you with me. I've got to go back to the topic that doesn't want to go away, and that is the possible fight over the speaker. It's kind of interesting. Uh, every major political player in America now is either in court, getting impeached, or getting thrown out of office. We need to bring you up to speed. We, the royal, the royal me. Um, I need to bring you up to speed on what's actually going on uh, because we got some new details. Uh, Thomas Massey, who is probably the most libertarian member of the House right now, has come out and said he is not in favor of ousting Kevin McCarthy today. Uh, He is critical of McCarthy, uh, but also says that uh, there's really no plan to replace McCarthy. There's no better alternative. No one has stepped up. Um, Also notable, Ralph Norman of South Carolina uh, who is one of the big obstacles to uh, to to McCarthy becoming speaker originally? Uh, Ralph Norman has come out and said he is opposed to ousting McCarthy. Really notable, however, you may say it's not, but it is actually uh, a very notable issue. Is Nancy Pelosi has come out? and said uh, the House will be in order. It is the responsibility of the majority party to pick the speaker, and the minority party will at this time play no role at this time, key words there, um, but essentially saying she she has no desire and the Democrats should not weigh in on this. It should be for the Republicans to pick the speaker. Um, that is an interesting state of play, and you may discount uh, me talking about Nancy Pelosi. However, you shouldn't, because what the signals is there will be no deal cut between Kevin McCarthy and the Democrats. Kevin McCarthy has already said he wants no deal cut. But uh, now, in particular, the Democrats are saying they don't want to cut a deal either. They want the Republicans to have to own this. They're hoping for chaos. They are hoping for uh, problems. Meanwhile, uh, Donald Trump has taken to his social media site, posting why is it Republicans are always fighting among themselves? Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats who are destroying our country? He has not come out specifically for McCarthy, but suggests that they should be not fighting each other. Now, I want to play you some audio 
This is uh, a couple of bits from Matt Gates about McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy's true coalition partner on all things of substance has been the Democrats this Congress. He worked with Democrats on the debt limit bill, and only Democrats are really campaigning on that bill. Republicans aren't campaigning on the debt limit bill. That was a Democrat bill passed with mostly Democrat votes. Then we get to the appropriations process, and Speaker McCarthy purposefully delayed us. He tried to back us up against shutdown politics. He tried to not pass single-subject spending bills, and at the end of the day, he had to utilize Democrats to pass a continuing resolution. Explain the timing. Yeah, I'm going to be doing it this week. If this does fail, will you bring this up again? Yeah. <sighs> He's going to keep bringing it up. Here, here's a little more from Matt Gates. Our DHS funding bill requires you verify. And then hours later, after we passed that, the Speaker wanted us to vote for a continuing resolution that didn't include E-Verify. Retreat is never a strategy to win anything. So, Mr. Speaker, just tell us, just tell us, what was in the secret Ukraine side deal? What commitments were made to, pre to President Biden to continue the spending of President Biden in exchange for doing things for President Biden? It is becoming increasingly clear who the Speaker of the House already works for, and it's not the Republican conference. Mr. Speaker, I would ask that these questions be answered soon because there may be other votes coming today or later this week that could, could be implicated by the answers to these questions. Members of the Republican Party might vote differently on a motion to vacate if they heard what the Speaker had to share with us about his secret side deal with Joe Biden on Ukraine. Now, this gets to what I was talking about earlier. Kevin, he, he, Matt Gates has all but ensured Ukraine gets funding tied to the border. In fact, Thomas Massey has come out and pointed that out, that uh, this is more likely than not going to happen. So what Gates does is he goes to the microphone of the well of the House, and he says, I have knowledge that Kevin McCarthy has cut a secret side deal with Joe Biden to get the Ukraine situation funded in exchange for border funding. This gets amplified by Matt Gates supporters online, on talk radio and the like. And what they don't tell you is that this has been talked about now for three weeks. That the House Republicans want the border funded and said they won't support Ukraine funding without border funding. This isn't a secret side deal. This has actually been talked about on the floor of the House of the Senate. This has been talked about in newspaper editorials. This has been talked about on television. Matt Gates treats it as some secret side deal and says, Shh, Kevin McCarthy has a secret side deal, and here's what's going to happen. We're going to fund the border, but to fund the border, we're going to fund Ukraine. We're going to give Joe Biden everything he wants on Ukraine in order to get a little bit of border funding. It's a secret side deal. It's not. It has literally been talked about by everybody that that's the deal that's coming ever since Matt Gates killed the House proposal for the continuing resolution that would have funded the border and not Ukraine and cut government spending. Matt Gates sabotaged that deal to steer us to this point where he goes to the well and says, hey, there's a secret side deal. Let me tell you what it is. It's not a secret side deal, except to the rubes who haven't paid attention who you're swindling. Here's Kevin McCarthy responding on this supposed secret side deal. Have you heard anecdotally that he's been, uh, I, I don't know, talking to 
the, even left-leaning members of, of the other caucus, of the Democratic caucus, to, to make sure that they uh, go along with him? Has is, is he had the same type of conversations that, that you had to have with, I don't know, you had to, <laughs> Look, you needed Democrat I, votes to pass it. Has he been doing that? Do you know? The same oh, people yeah. that he's... Huh? The, the, the real challenging part is he's been offering them subpoena power. <laughs> I don't know how he has the right to do that, but yeah, he's worked it hard. Look, uh, uh, he works hard at trying to make this happen. He's focused on doing this. I'd rather people focus on solving you, the problems for the American people. Will you be able to table it in the first vote? Do you think, will that happen? What, what, what is your, well, that, how do you handle well, that? that? That, that will tell everything. I mean, you always want me to handicap everything, and I, I keep giving you the same answer. You're an optimist. Uh, I'm an optimist. You know what? It, it, these, are, these are opportunities every challenge before you. And uh, I think if people raked how many times they would have killed me in the past, I would have been dead long ago. But I think the one focus of why we continue to survive is what do we focus on? And you know what? I don't think the clock ever runs out. If there's an obstacle, find a way around the obstacle. Do you have any idea who, who, who those, uh, what do we call them, the gang of, I don't know. The Matt, gang of, what, it's half a dozen? We don't, five, if we knew, we don't know. know whether he, we knew whether it gets tabled or not. We don't know how many there are, but do they have any idea? No, would anyone else take this job? No one else wants it. That, you know, <laughs> who, 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 Somebody who, will take the job. Scalise, who, who would Matt Gates suggest that this, do they have a, a, a Look, successor Matt in mind? No, Matt doesn't have anybody. Matt's focus is try to just remove me, uh, which is difficult in the place of where we have 45 more days to be able to fund government. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. And that's the problem ultimately with the entire setup here. The, what Gates is doing is who do you put in the job? Gates isn't going to nominate himself. Nobody else wants Gates. So do you put up Scalise? Do you put up um, Tom Emmers from Minnesota? His name was floated. He's the chairman of the National Republican Congressional Committee. Well, he was. Now he's the whip. Uh, now he's he's the number three guy in the House. He said, I don't want it. Scalise has kept his fire. Scalise and McCarthy apparently are, are not as close as they sometimes see. Um, it, it's just, it's it's interesting because there is no plan. If, if you're going to do something like this, Typically, typically you come, you have a name ready. And when you don't have the name ready, you undermine your cause. And this is the odd, wild, crazy situation that we're going to go through this. And you know who might actually be the savior of Kevin McCarthy? I'm seeing press reports coming in right now. Nancy Pelosi, get that. Pelosi might actually save McCarthy. How? By not being present. If enough Democrats don't show up, the number of votes McCarthy can lose goes up. He can only afford four right now. Given the number of Democratic absences expected, he'll be able to lose six. If a few more Democrats don't show up this afternoon, he could lose up to 10. And all the Republicans are going to be there. And that helps him. Now, there is breaking news. i got to actually pivot pretty significantly because this just happened and this is notable. The 10-year yield on the U.S. Treasury is now at 4.803%. 4.803%. Now, this is a significant bit of breaking news happening. Why? Because the 10-year Treasury note... 
is rarely this high. And if you go buy a 10-year Treasury note right now with a 4.803% yield, that means the government of the United States has to pay you over a period of 10 years 4.803% interest on the bond you bought. Typically, it doesn't exceed 3%. Every percentage point, I've been using the stat, and you're probably going to hear me say this a lot, every every percentage point higher than 3% that the Treasury uh, bond is, particularly the 10-year, adds $3 trillion to the national debt over a decade. Over 30 years, $30 trillion. So with the bond being almost at 5%, with the bond being up at five, almost 5% now, that's essentially $6 trillion additional dollars in national debt without the government doing anything. If the government freezes spending right now, if the government spends not another dime except to pay the national debt, we're still going to get $6 trillion additional debt. Um with the way we're going. That's really bad. This is happening now. It closed yesterday at 4.687%. It's now at 4.803%. That is financially destabilizing for the United States. Something's got to give and it's got to give soon. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They You got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team they give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here uh, watching this situation unfold as the vote is happening in the U.S. House on ousting Kevin McCarthy. And it appears the votes are there to oust McCarthy. Um, It also appears the only person who has the votes to replace McCarthy right now is Kevin McCarthy. Um, It's going to be interested to see where this heads. Ken Buck has come out and suggested that um, that um, he's going to oppose. Cori Bush, a Democrat, is texting saying she's not coming to play a role. Nancy Pelosi has said she's not coming to play a role. It may be Democrat absences that keep McCarthy afloat. Um it, we're, the voting is happening right now. We're getting a sense of the voting on on uh, motion to table right now before they decide to proceed. We're waiting for all of that to wrap up. Um, but it's just uh, very interesting to watch this and see where it goes in the House of Representatives. Chaos unfolding on the floor right now as they McCarthy at this point suggests 
that um, he doesn't necessarily have the votes. It turns out, it comes down to, what is it? You know, we say it every election year, turnout. <laughs> it comes down to turnout. What turnout? Democratic turnout in the House of Representatives. If enough Democrats decide not to come back for the vote, McCarthy actually stays on as speaker. And um, then Gates says he's going to make the motion all over again if that happens. Now, I will tell you, that uh, there is an opinion piece that has now dropped. This opinion piece has dropped from Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House of Representatives, and the headline is Republicans must expel Matt Gates. Wow. Matt Gates is an anti-Republican who has become actively destructive to the conservative movement. This is from Newt Gingrich, happening right now. On the page of the Wall Street, or the Washington Post, rather, drama has filled the halls of Congress for 234 years, bringing together a group of 435 strong-willed personalities guarantees conflict, and it's always been a tumultuous body. But some behavior crosses the line, and when it does, there has to be consequences. Gates obviously hates Kevin McCarthy, and that's fine. If Gates were simply a loudmouth junior member who attacked McCarthy every day, that would be fine too. He would just be isolated with a small group of lawmakers who can't figure out how to get things done. They'd huddle together seeking warmth and reassurance from their fellow incompetents. But Gates has gone beyond regular drama. He's destroying the House GOP's ability to govern and draw sharp contrast with the policy disasters of the Biden administration. Former Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a liberal Democrat with whom I disagree on almost everything, perfectly captured Gates's childish behavior in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper saying Gates has no sway or influence except to get on TV and raise money on the Internet. He was wasting his time, told Jake Tapper he was wasting his time with that guy. Wow. Uh, Newt Gingrich calling for Matt Gates' expulsion from the House of Representatives, which would generate a special election in his district, which would get him reelected to Congress. So why bother? But that's all right. Now, i got to tell you about the Eden Pure thunderstorm the eden pure let's see am i doing this right yeah, i go to edenpuredeals.com and there's a discount code box that was up it says eden pure shop and you put in my discount code and it's just my name eric e-r-i-c-k and when you submit it you get the eden pure thunderstorm three pack it is the air purifier i got an email last night from somebody asked me about the air purifier i've been talking about the eden pure 360 but they wanted me to talk about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm again, and I got to tell you, it is an odor eliminator. If this is what you're looking for, guy who emailed me yesterday, you go to EdenPureDeals.com, you put in the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, and you get the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200. You are saving $200, and you get free shipping. They are an odor eliminator. They wipe out pet odors, litter box odors, smoke odors, musty odors, you name it, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Eric, E-R-I-C-K, at EdenPureDeals.com. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. Um, by the way, I misspoke earlier that um, I said that the 4.8% was what was paid on the bond over, over its lifetime. It's actually every year. Now, Paul... Uh, Sharp has emailed me and said, I wrote you last week about the 10-year Treasury note. The average 10-year Treasury note since 1940 until 2020 is 6.82%, 
We're clearly two full percentage points below the average rate. Uh, I knew the idea about a 3% rate would occur if the Federal Reserve suppressed rates like they did for almost 20 years. It's important to understand the 3% is not an accurate percentage. And he does have the chart uh, that uh, shows going back to like 1870, it's 5.3%. In the 1860s, it's around 3%. Um, And we do, when you get into 2006 and seven, you have it over 4%. It was at 6.66% January 1st of 2666, no less. Here's the problem, though, uh, and, and this is the significant problem, is when you have these peaks um, in the early 80s, and this is what I was refer- referring to, is, for example, when Ronald Reagan became president January of 1981, the tenure was at 12.57%. The problem here is the national debt and the debt service. It's a change dynamic now from then. When the nation did not have a trillion dollars in debt, 12.57% was manageable. At this point, it is the Congressional Budget Office numbers to assess the debt. This is the relevant point. The Congressional Budget Office sets out, it's the nonpartisan budget office for Congress, sets out the estimates for debt service of the United States and how much money Congress is going to have available for the discretionary budget of the United States. And the Congressional Budget Office's running calculations since the mid-2000s have been that the Treasury, the 10-year Treasury, is not going to be above 3%. You can say that's wrong because you can look at history, But that's where they've been. And the problem is that for every percentage point of increase above it, you are going to be adding $3 trillion over a decade to the national debt. So you got to either you need to start figuring out a way to pay down debt because as the debt service grows, the discretionary part of the budget to fund everything else decreases. That's the problem. It's that the Congressional Budget Office itself has estimated that the the uh, interest rate on the 10-year treasury needs to be 3% or less and that that's for the ideal for borrowing money. It has nothing to do with the historic rates. And, and I, I, I did say that and I misspoke. It's based on the congressional prognostications. Now, if you want to understand this in real-world terms for your portfolio – The NASDAQ is right now down 2%. The Dow is down over 500 points. As the Treasury rate has gone up, they're looking at this on Wall Street, and they're realizing that the availability of funds for to fund the federal government is cratering, and that means either taxes are going to have to go up or there are going to be draconian spending cuts. That's what all of this is about. The Treasury rate for the 10-year note above 4%. That's the annual interest paid to the bondholders by the federal government over a 10-year period. That becomes an explosion of federal debt. That becomes unmanageable for the federal government. And that's not good. Now, we need to go to another developing story while we wait on this vote. And the question now is, Let's see, does Kevin McCarthy survive this vote or not? Um, Here's the deal. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer 
was a player for the Dodgers. And there were a series of articles in The Athletic, which is a sports publication now owned by the New York Times and elsewhere, that Trevor Bauer abused a woman, physically abused a woman, choked her, among other things, in a sexual relationship. And uh, he lost his job at the Dodgers. He now plays baseball in Japan. Trevor Bauer and this woman have ultimately now settled the situation. It turns out, according to, you should know it's according to Trevor Bauer, but he's got the receipts, he's got the text messages. It appears that this was all a setup. It appears that this was all a setup. A reporter for The Athletic claimed that Trevor Bauer injured this woman in some particular way. Uh, Trevor Bauer is now filing a lawsuit. The reporter claimed Bauer injured this young woman in a particular way and had the medical records to show that the woman never actually was injured in that way. On top of that, and this is where it gets dicey for the reporters who covered the story, is Trevor Bauer has gotten through litigation, the text messages of this woman to others, uh, essentially claiming that this was all going to be set up, that he was worth $50 million. She had worked her way into his bed and was going to set up a situation to be able to sue him and settle to get part of his $50 million. And in the text messages say, all I need to do is get him to choke me while we're in bed. And the woman uh, sued Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer's defense was that she was asking for it. She wanted to me to be physically abusive while having sex with her. And the woman says this isn't true. She sued, and now... He's got the text messages that make it look like there was a real setup here. Now, I bring this story up because he was uh, largely found guilty in the court of public opinion. The Dodgers canned him. He was chased out of the country by the sports press to Japan. And he's had to work there while clearing his name. And, And he's got the receipts now. He's got the receipts And it looks like he really was charged and convicted in the court of public opinion without ever being convicted in court. And that is um, remarkable that he's now coming out aggressively to defend himself and is filing lawsuits against those who smeared him on this, Uh, particularly this particular reporter from The Athletic who has, according to Bauer, the medical records of the woman uh, knowing that he never broke any bones or caused the injuries claimed. I just, yet again, this is what happens. The media builds people up and then tears people down. Um, I bring this story up. It, it, it doesn't interest a lot of you, but there's, there's a larger angle here. And I am going to go back to the Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey thing. By the way, uh, Aaron Rodgers of the Jets, formerly Green Bay, is refers to Travis Kelsey as Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is done, has done advertisements for the pseudical company uh, Pfizer, and uh, Aaron Rodgers refers to him as Mr. Pfizer. Uh, what what I what I want to call your attention to on this Taylor Swift saga is the way the media operates on these sorts of things. So, as you are aware, 
There are ties into all these stories. So Trevor Bauer, the Dodgers player, is annihilated by the American press corps because of his violent sexual relations with a woman who several years later now, Bauer is coming forward with text exchanges he got in court that shows that it was all a setup. If the text messages are to be believed, this woman worked her way into Trevor Bauer's life and then into his bed and then exchanged text messages with people that he was worth a lot of money. She was going to get him to do uh, depraved sex acts to her that she could then turn around and deny she wanted and sue him for $50 million, which she did. The case has now been dismissed, uh, and Bauer is trying to get his reputation back after the American press corps seized on this woman's allegations, destroyed him, and chased him off. Now, where does all of this head? Uh, it heads to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, among others, because this is what the American press corps likes to do. They like to build people up as heroes only to then destroy them. The American press corps is just enraptured over this NFL relationship. By the way, the Chiefs-Jets game set viewership records on Sunday because of more than 2 million additional female viewers who only tuned into the game hoping to see Taylor Swift. The NFL is latched on to the Taylor Swift branding and imaging. The media is on it. If you watched the game on Sunday night, you heard as much about Taylor Swift being there as you did about the football game. But the new fans who tuned in on Sunday night were left with the impression that the Jets quarterback was pretty much as good as Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City. Now, for those of you who aren't football players, you should know that the Jets quarterback is not a good quarterback. Um, the Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, his claim to fame is allegedly having uh, relations with his mother's best friend. The jokes write themselves. Patrick Mahomes is actually a very good quarterback for Kansas City. But on Sunday night, the game was very close. It was a three-point game. So already the press is out there speculating, is Taylor Swift cursing Kansas City? Is Travis Kelsey distracted by Taylor Swift coming to the games? Is that why Zach Wilson and the Jets came so close to beating Kansas City? Is it her fault? <laughs> you see where this heads. This isn't really about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift or um, Trevor Bauer or any of these others. It's about the media's desire to weave narratives. It's about the media's desire to tell stories, not truth. It's about the media's desire for ratings by providing captivating coverage. Right now, Taylor Swift is the hero of the story, revitalizing female interest in football, sending ratings through the roof. But it's only a matter of time before the American press corps turns on Taylor Swift and claims that Taylor Swift is degrading the Kansas City Chiefs, that she's a curse, that she's a distraction, and they make her the bad guy. There's nothing so much as what they want as to make the hero the bad guy. It's what they do. 
and they will do it to Taylor Swift as quickly as they possibly can. It is a remarkable thing to behold. And do not, my friends, mistake the media's love affair with Taylor Swift right now as something they won't turn on here at the earliest possible moment to keep the story alive with a fresh new angle to keep you tuning in because the media doesn't care about Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey or Taylor Bauer or any of these other people. They care about ratings. And when the news begins to fade and the ratings begin to go away and people get used to Taylor Swift showing up at the games, she'll suddenly become the villain and they will get you to tune back in for the latest on the soap opera. It's just what the media does. They don't care about facts and truth. They care about storytelling and ratings. Now, some of you care about money and you want to save money. Over 80% off shipping from the post office or UPS. You can do that with stamps.com. Here's what you do you go to stamps.com, you click on the microphone, you put in my name, Eric. What do you get? Well, if you sign up today with my name at stamps.com, you get a four week trial, free postage, and a free digital scale with no long term commitments or contracts. You get huge carrier discounts up to 84% off you post office and UPS rates. You automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options. All you need is a computer and a laptop. It's that easy. If you're shipping a lot for Christmas, if you're planning on doing a lot of shopping, you got to send gifts to your family, you want a Stamps.com subscription. It's fantastic, particularly if you're a small business and you do a lot of shipping. They can plug you in to find the cheapest rates. They can connect you at Stamps.com with a mobile device or a computer. You don't have to wait in line. You can arrange pickup at your home or office for packages. It makes it easy. Over a million businesses use Stamps.com. Sign up today with code ERIC. All you do, click on the microphone, put in my name, E-R-I-C-K. You get a four-week trial, free postage, a free digital scale, no long-term commitments, and no contract. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone, put in my name, ERIC, today. Start saving and stop standing in line. Greetings, welcome. Well, breaking news, the motion to table the motion. (laughs) Are you confused? The motion to table the motion on vacating the chair has failed. Uh, That means, so Matt Gates made his motion to vacate the chair. Uh, Tom Cole, the congressman from Oklahoma, made a motion to table it, that is to toss the motion. That failed. So now uh, you got to... um, You got to go to the motion and see if you can oust McCarthy. Notably, uh, Liz Cheney is advising the Democrats to help Matt Gates. She doesn't like Matt Gates, but she also hates Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Dan Goldman, a congressman from New York, told colleagues he received a call from Liz Cheney urging uh, the Democrats to stand with Matt Gates. So Matt Gates and Liz Cheney on the same side about uh, McCarthy. It's fascinating to watch. So you have no votes on the motion to table. Uh, Biggs, Buck, Burchette, Crane, Davidson, Gates, Good of Virginia, Mace, Mills, Rosendale, Sparts. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 Republicans uh, voting to oust McCarthy. Uh, Gates is now on the floor. Uh, saying he uh, deeply regrets, no, no, this is Bob Good, deeply regrets where we are. It's an avoidable situation, except he could have chosen not to participate. Now, um, we'll see where this lines up, because it looks like Kevin McCarthy could be booted out. And if they boot out Kevin McCarthy, who do they replace him with? 
Kevin McCarthy does not appear to have the votes to survive this motion to vacate the chair. But they literally have nobody else willing to stand to be speaker. And who would want the job? If McCarthy is booted, what Republicans should do to punish Matt Gates for wasting their time is make him Speaker of the House. That would be the ultimate punish here, punishment here. But I, I don't honestly, I don't know how this plays out. Um, no one has come forward, and I just don't know how this works. Caitlin Collins from CNN is tweeting this that uh, Congressman Tim Burchett says uh, McCarthy called him and was condescending after he said he was praying about this. Uh, when I make a statement that I'm praying about it, I'm praying about it. When I get a call from the speaker and he belittles me praying about it, that shows another region reason why we need a change in leadership. Uh, Burchett was always expected to vote against McCarthy. Uh, these guys just can't be honest about it, and that's the most frustrating thing is they just don't like Kevin McCarthy. I don't like Kevin McCarthy either, frankly. I just don't like Kevin McCarthy. But I also just think that if you don't have a plan— All this does is embolden the Democrats. Just think about it. The Democrats say they're not going to help McCarthy at this time. That's the key language. At this time, they're not going to help Kevin McCarthy. Okay, so at this time, you're not going to help Kevin McCarthy. At what time do you begin to decide to help Kevin McCarthy? When you come up with a deal he can accept that marginalizes conservatives? I'm just saying this potentially helps the Democrats and alienates and marginalizes conservatives. It's not a smart deal. It's not a smart deal by Gates to do this. I know it scratches an itch, but we've got to this emotional era now where people want their itches scratched, they want their ears tingled, and that should alarm us all that we're at a moment in time where people care to be entertained and nurse their grievances as opposed to think rationally and logically about the outcome of all this does is embolden the Democrats. May God have mercy on our souls. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.